Welcome to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. This simple, scripturally sound preaching and teaching of the Word of God will direct you to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Follow the Shepherd's Voice into the green pastures that God has purposed for you. There, you'll find rest for your soul and the fulfilled Christian experience you crave. God bless you as you listen. Father, we thank you this morning. We are blessed to be here. And as always, we are grateful for this church family that we belong to and this family that you've made us a part of. Thank you, Father, that today we could show up in your house. And thank you, Father, for the company of believers. I thank you for this important time when your word is about to come forth and be released unto us. And I pray in the name of Jesus, whatever you have purpose to do in our lives through your word, please go ahead and do it. We will not resist you. We will not put up any attitude that will stop the entrance of your word. And I pray in the name of Jesus that we will have understanding. We will have clarity of thought. We will appreciate everything that you say to us this day. I thank you, Father, for everyone here, for everyone watching online, for everyone who may watch later on in the course of the day. Thank you, Father, for what you will do in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name. And let everybody say, Amen. Amen. Give Jesus another hand. God bless you and you may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Turn your Bibles with me to Hebrews chapter 12. And we're reading verse 1 and 2. This is our foundational scripture for this series. And for some weeks now, we have been looking at looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. This is part five of the series. Are you tired of looking unto Jesus? You'll be very some way if you say you are tired. Because you can't be tired of looking unto Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we are going to continue to look unto him. Hebrews 12 verse 1 and 2. Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, 
who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and has sat down on the right hand of the throne of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Now to look unto means to gaze upon to focus on and to concentrate on. And so when we talk about looking unto Jesus, we mean to fix your gaze upon him, to focus on him, and to concentrate on him. And We've been looking at three very important questions to ask ourselves in relation to looking unto Jesus. What does it really mean to look unto Jesus? Why must we look unto Jesus? And how do we look unto Jesus? And so we've looked at what it really means to look unto Jesus. And we've explained that looking unto Jesus is we look unto him because he's our perfect example. So to look unto Jesus means to see him as our perfect example. He's the one we are following. He is the one we are looking unto. He is the one whose example we are following. And we are not looking to ourselves. And we are not looking to any other person. But we are looking unto Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Yesterday, I was amazed. When I stumbled upon a YouTube video. Now, in that video, I heard two very famous men of God. Very popular men of God. If I mention their names now, you will know them. I am certain. And they were saying something that shocked me. And it even made me a little sad. They were talking about something. And then along the line, both of them made reference to this famous song by Sinaj, Waymaker. How many know the song, Waymaker? You are here, moving in our midst. I worship you, I worship you. You are here, working in this place. I worship you, I worship you. Then she goes on and sings, Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. That song. 
I was shocked when I heard these two famous men of God saying that that song is not a scriptural song. And that that thing that she says in the song is not correct. That God is not the way maker. That he has given us the power to make a way. And that God is not doing miracles anymore. That he has given to us. <laughs> he has given us the power to work miracles. So we can't be looking to God to do miracles anymore that we are the miracle workers I couldn't believe my eyes and my ears I said if I tell you who these pastors are you won't like them anymore you don't want to like them I don't tell you But to me, this is blasphemy. Now, it is true that Jesus said that I have given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. It is true. It is also true that Jesus said, All power in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. Therefore, go ye therefore and teach all nations. Then, in a similar account in Mark chapter 16, he says, Go and preach the gospel to all creatures. And he says, these signs shall follow you. Those who believe. In my name you will cast out demons. You shall heal the sick. When you drink any deadly thing, it will not harm you. So that is also true. But to interpret that to me, that God doesn't do miracles anymore, that we are the ones who have the power to do the miracles, it is being mischievous. And you are twisting and turning the gospel to mean something else. And it is such teachings that make people begin to look to themselves. And they use such teachings to get their followers to look onto them. And to make people feel that their destinies, their future, their blessings lie in their hands. If I set up a company, 
and I make you the managing director of that company. Which gives you the power to hire and fire people. Is the company for you? The power that you have is delegated power. It is my power that I have given to you. So if you stand somewhere and you delude yourself in saying that that power belongs to you, then it's very obvious that your mind is working. Or I I give you my car. I place my car key in your hand. And I send you. Then when you hit town, you start picking young, young girls. And you explain to them that this you explain to them that this is my car. I'm dialing some numbers eh? I gave the key to you. And with that key, you have the power to move the car. But the car is not for you. It is not for you. What do you call that thing where people buy cars and then they give to drivers? It's a work and pay. The only time you make a second audio is when you finish paying. <laughs> Some people take one year to pay up. Some take two years to pay up. Till you have finished paying. Whose car is it? Yeah. And so when you preach a certain kind of gospel, that gives the impression that we are we are a force or a power to ourselves. That we don't need anybody. That it's almost like we don't even need God himself. Because he's giving the power to us. That God is not a way maker. The one who said, I will do a new thing. And I will make a way in the wilderness. And cause rivers to flow in the desert. If he is not a way maker. Who is he? So, I, I, I just thought of mentioning this to you. To say to you that you really have to be careful of whatever gospel you are hearing. And I want you to grow in the Lord and be able to raise red flags when you hear something that is contrary to the gospel that you have heard. Irrespective of who is preaching it. 
I respect all men of God. I thank God for their life. But with all due respect, I cannot accept anything that you are saying. If it doesn't line up with the scriptures as I have read them and as the Holy Ghost has revealed to me. And so we need to look unto Jesus. And never take our eyes off him. Look unto him as the way maker. Look unto him as the miracle worker. Look unto him as the light in the day. And look unto him as the promise keeper. And anything that God is doing with is doing with us or through us. We should never get confused. And think we are something that we are. The great apostle Paul himself said, I am what I am by the grace of God. It is not by my own strength. It is not by my own power. And every time we need to look unto Jesus. And we look unto him. By always seeing him as a perfect example. And as the one who has the answer to all our issues. And you clap your hands up to But I can finish the service at this point. That's all. Because this point alone has brought out something very important for our lives. So we've looked at what it means to look unto Jesus. And then last week we started looking at why we must look unto Jesus. Now, to summarize why we must look unto Jesus, I'll say that we must look unto Jesus because he is the answer to all that we need. And he is all that we are looking for. And he is everything we want to do. That in summary is why we must look unto Jesus. But if we want to go into the details of why we must look unto Jesus. Then there are 25 reasons. Why we must look unto Jesus. The first one I shared with you is because he is the author of our faith. Number two, he is the finisher of our faith. What do you have as number three? We must look unto Jesus because he will keep us safe and secure. Ensuring that we make it. My friends, if we don't look unto Jesus, we can never make it in this place. We can never get to the end of the race. We will fall by the side of the road. And we will never amount to anything. And so as we run the Christian race, we must look unto Jesus because he will keep us safe and secure. There are a lot of obstacles along the way. There are things that are trying to stop us from running the Christian race. There are a lot of difficulties and challenges along the way. There are things that are trying to hurt us or harm us along the way. But as we run the race, and as we live the Christian life, as we keep looking unto Jesus, he will keep us safe. 
Hallelujah. Amen. What is the fourth reason? We must look unto Jesus because salvation is in no other but him alone. Number five. We must look unto Jesus because he is the healer. Because he is the healer. And Jesus is the one who can heal us of all our sicknesses, all our diseases, all our troubles. Whatever they are. If you're physically sick, you must look unto Jesus. Because he will heal you of these physical ailments. If you are emotionally sick, you can look unto Jesus. Even if you are financially sick, you can look unto him. He said that gold is mine and the silver is mine. So if you are looking for some, who else must you look unto? But Jesus alone. Remember what he said. That he is the one who gives us the power to make way. So we look unto Jesus because he is the healer. Number six. We look unto Jesus because he is the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. Amen. The way maker. <laughs> he is the way. He is the truth. And he is the life. And so we must look unto him. You are not a way maker. And if you can make a way for somebody, it is by the grace of God. And it's by a certain ability that God has given you. But Jesus himself, we must always look unto him. Because he is the way. He is the truth. And he is the life. Everybody in this world is looking for the way. The way to be blessed. The way to do well in this life. The way to prosper. The way to be happy. The way for things to work for you. Everybody is looking for the truth. Who am I? Why am I here? What is my reason and my purpose in this life? Where am I going? When I die, Am I as dead as a goat? Or a dog that is dead? Is there life after death? Everybody is looking for an answer to life's questions. And everybody is looking for the truth. And we must look unto Jesus. Because he is the truth. Everybody wants life. Everybody wants to have a good life. Everybody wants to enjoy a blessed life. Ladies and gentlemen, we must look unto Jesus because he is the life. And so he says to us that the thief cometh not but for to kill and to steal and to destroy. But I am come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. So he is the life and he is the source of a good life 
A blessed life. A fulfilled life. And a satisfied life. May God give you that kind of life. Amen. And may your life be a blessed life. Amen. May it be a sweet life. Amen. May it be a nice life. Amen. As you look unto Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Number seven. Because he's the light of the world. Number eight. Because he's the bread of life. Number nine. Because he's the source of living water. Hallelujah. Amen. In every human being, there is a certain hunger. And in every human being, there is a certain thirst. That thing was created in all humans when we were separated from God through the sin of Adam and Eve. Because through that separation, a certain vacuum was created in man. And men have tried to fill that vacuum with all sorts of things. But all those things do not leave us satisfied. They leave us dry. We try many different things. We use many different things. But the more we use them, and the more of them we have, we realize that they are not really satisfying us. You may think that the answer to all your problems in this life is having a lot of money. And it is true when the Bible says money answers all things. And that money is a defense. There is truth in it. But you need to get to the point of understanding that there are many truths in the Bible. But each of those truths is not the absolute truth. The only absolute truth is Jesus and everything connected to him. That's the absolute So money answered all things. But if it is an absolute truth, then there should be no sad rich man in this world. But some of the saddest people in this life are the rich and the famous. They live in beautiful mansions. But there's no happiness. You may have the wife of a rich man who has provided her with every comfortable thing she needs in this life. All the things you would like to have which you don't have. And because of that you are angry with your husband. You wish that he will provide all these nice things for you. On your birthday, she will buy you a nice car. What, what car do you want your husband to buy for you? You want a Jaguar. James, she says she wants a Jaguar. Buy a Jaguar for her. Have you heard? Wonderful. What other car do you want from your husband? 
supermarket. Range Rover. Look for her husband. And tell her husband to buy a Range Rover for her. Is it very clear? I can show you wives. Who have Range Rovers? Who Range Rover Who have? Did you say one the Jaguar? Who have Jaguars? Who Jaguar? Who do we be? Mercedes. Mercedes. BMW. BMW. They have all of that. But they are very miserable. And their husbands can't understand why they are miserable. Because everything you want. But then they would explain. When I'm lying alone in that bed, is it the Jaguar that will cuddle me? You bought Jaguar for me. You built a seven-bedroom house for me. But then at night, when I lie on the bed, it is only the pillow. And a foolish husband will tell you, if you just want something to cuddle, I'll buy you a big dolly. Human-sized dolly. That is mobile. Then at night, you fold yourself in because you want to be cuddled. I'm explaining something to you. I am explaining to you that there is an emptiness in us. There is a thirst in us. There is hunger in us. And the only one who can feel that hunger and that thirst is Jesus alone. And that's why we must look Hallelujah. Amen. What's the next one you have? That's all. All right. We are pressing on. So we are looking at why we must look unto Jesus. The next reason why we must look unto Jesus is because he is the door of the sheep. He is the door of the sheep. John chapter 10 verse 19. From the New King James Version. Or New King James is that screen working? Screen which you It's not working. John chapter ten verse nine. You honey do you do and corona? From the New King James version. Our New King James. It says, "I am the door." If anyone enters by me, so obifa He will be saved. And will go in and out. And find pasture. Jesus says. I am the door. A door gives you access. And what you need to understand. That in Jesus time. As it actually is in our world today. You have a shepherd. Who has sheep? And there's a place where the shepherd keeps the sheep. And there's an entry point to that place called the shepherd's fold. And that's the name of our church. The shepherd's fold. So there's an entry point to enter into the fold. And through that same point, the sheep come out. So they come out 
and they are taken out to graze to go and find good things to eat they are led into the green pastures so they have access to the green pastures through the door they have access to the good things through the door when they are done the shepherd brings them back into the fold and then they have access into the fold through that access called the door so through the door, they go out into good things. Through the door, they come back into safety and security. Jesus Christ is the door of the sheep. He's the one who gives us access to the green pastures. He's the one who gives us access into the good things we need in this life. And the same Jesus is the one who gives us access into safety, into security, and he keeps us safe and secure. And he is the door. And he gives us that access. So why must we look unto Jesus? We must look unto him. Because he's the one who gives us access. Into every good thing we need. And he's the one who gives us access. To the safety and the security that we need. Can I have an amen from somebody? Amen. Number 11. Why must we look unto Jesus? We must look unto Jesus. Because he is the good shepherd. Everybody say Jesus. Yes. Is the good shepherd. John 10 verse 11. From the same New King James version of the Bible. We must look unto Jesus because he is the good shepherd. And I'm taking my time to explain to you why we must look unto Jesus. And one of the reasons is because he is the good shepherd. And so in John 10 verse 11 the Bible says I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. We must look unto Jesus because he is the only one who was ready and willing to sacrifice his life for us. He is the only one who was ready to give his life There's nobody else. There's no other religious character or religious leader who walked the face of this earth and who gave his life that as the shepherd of his people was prepared to give his life for his people. There is nobody else but Jesus He is the good shepherd and he is the one we must look on. I mean, why do I want to look to somebody else who hasn't died for me? The only one who deserves my attention. The only one who deserves my focus. The only one who deserves my allegiance. The only one who deserves my commitment. Is the one who gave his life. For me. And the one who gave his life for me is the good shepherd. I refuse to look to anybody else. I choose to look unto Jesus because he is the good shepherd. Number two. Well, 
We must look unto Jesus. Because he is the resurrection and the life. We must look unto him. Because he is the resurrection and the life. John 11 verse 25. These words were spoken by Jesus to Martha. He said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. I am the resurrection and the life. We must look unto Jesus because he is the resurrection and he is the life. During this past two weeks, I have been to two funerals. And I've been to three graveyards. For one of them, it was the tomb of a son of mine who went home to be with the Lord during the uh, ah okay so it was during uh, about a year ago on the 17th of January it was such a shock and during his anniversary I went there with his family to pray and to thank God for his life then Two Saturdays ago, I went for another funeral. I went for a funeral. And then I went to another graveyard. This was the funeral of a brother of one of our sisters in the church. And it was a military funeral. Very well organized. And their cemetery, very beautiful cemetery. It's a military cemetery. So they don't allow certain things. Which is how all our cemeteries should be. Do you see? But that is a story for another day. And I saw a lot of tombs. Saw a lot of graveyards. Yesterday, I went for another funeral. This is a brother who lost his brother and I was at the funeral. This cemetery is not so nice. But there are a lot of graves there. But for all these three graveyards that I went to, I saw a lot of graves. And as I think about it, it occurred to it occurred to me that this can't be the end of life. That you live, you die, they put you in the ground, and that is the end of life. It cannot be. There must be something higher than this. That's something higher. It's in Jesus Christ. Because he is the resurrection. And he is the life. And we look to him. Because we know. That even if we die. 
even when we die we will live again because we are looking onto the one who is the resurrection and, and that's why we look unto Jesus and we know that he himself died and he rose from the dead and he's alive forevermore and because he lives we will also live and because he lives we can face our tomorrow he is our resurrection and he is our hallelujah Amen. so we look unto Jesus because he is the resurrection and he is the life Number 13. Because he is the vine. We look unto Jesus because he is the vine. John 15 verse 5. It says I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me. And I in him. Bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Somebody say, without Jesus, I can do nothing. Say it again, without Jesus, I can do nothing. We look unto Jesus because he is divine. And he says, We are the branches. So I want you to picture a mango tree. So there's a tree. And attached to the tree are the branches. And then the leaves. It is the branches that bear the fruits. But the branches cannot bear the fruits. Unless they are connected to the tree. So without the tree, they cannot bear the fruit. And without the tree, they cannot produce anything. They cannot produce anything. Now we look unto Jesus because he is divine. And he is the one who makes us fruitful and productive in this life. And without him, we can do nothing. Without him, we cannot amount to anything. Without him, we cannot achieve our dreams. Without him, we cannot get to our destination. Without him, nothing good can come out of us. Without him, nothing nice can come out of us. Without him, we can do nothing. So we must look unto Jesus because he is the vine. Hallelujah. Amen. Number 14. Why must we look unto Jesus? We must look unto Jesus because he is our provider. And you see, I've taken my time. And I'm teaching you this because I really want you to be a Christian and a believer who really has in-depth knowledge and understanding about the God you serve. I don't want you to become a believer who is not a believer of substance. And your safety in this Christian experience 
is dependent on your knowledge and your understanding and your insight of God, of the word of God, of the things of God. That is what will protect you in this Christian race. And that is what will protect you in this Christian race. And you must understand why we need to look unto Jesus. And not look to anybody else. And not to look to ourselves, but to look unto Him. And we are looking unto Him because He's our provider. Philippians 4:19. New Living Translation. translation. And it says, I say, and this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. Psalm 23 verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. Now who is it who will take care of us? Who is it who will supply all our needs? It is Jesus. And that's why we must look to him. And that's why we must look unto him because he is our provider. He is the one who can supply all our needs. And I say to you that this year look unto Jesus to supply your needs. I tell you, if you don't look unto him there is a term we use you will gnash this year you will gnash Look, the economic forecast is not good. And our government is very hot. It's looking for money to put the economy on course. And out of its desperation, is trying to touch monies that you shouldn't touch. And we have been asked to brace ourselves that this year and the next few years are going to be very challenging. If those who have a lot are crying, then what should those who don't have a lot, what should they be doing? They should be dying. So how are we going to survive? How are we going to make it? We got to look unto Jesus. We got to look unto Jesus. And I'm saying to you, your eyes must be red. And you must determine that this year, I'm going to look to Jesus as my provider like Jesus I never have before. Because without that, I won't lie to you. You won't make it. You won't survive. You are not a lazy person. You are not. And although hard work you know, technically leads to prosperity. There are also other parameters. <laughs> and there are also other factors. 
It's not just a hard work alone. If only hard work leads to prosperity, then all of us will go and do around to but that's not, it's not just that. And there are many people who work hard and have very little to show. It's not just about that. It is not just about that. But in the days ahead, I need us to get this to sink deeply into our that we must look unto Jesus to provide for us so to supply our needs. So he said the is my shepherd. I shall not want. As you look unto Jesus, you shall not want. He will take care of you. Amen. He will supply your needs. Amen. He will supply everything you need. Amen. To have a comfortable life. Amen. May God take care of you this year. Amen. And may God supply all your needs this year. Amen. And may God ensure that you are not in want this Amen. year. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May God give you the ability to rejoice. Amen. When everybody else is lamenting. Amen. May God give you the ability to laugh. Amen. When everybody else is weeping. Amen. May God give you the ability to celebrate. Amen. When everybody else is complaining. Amen. As you look unto Jesus this Jesus. year, may He provide all your needs. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Shall I receive it? I receive it. Number 15. We must look unto Jesus. Because He is our protector. And he is our deliverer. Psalms 91. Reading from verse 1. Psalms 91 verse 1 to 4. Those new living translation. Oh, new living translation. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone. He alone. He alone. The Lord alone. Jesus alone. Is my refuge. A place of safety. He is my God. And I trust him. For he will rescue you. From every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and your protection. We look unto Jesus because he is our protector and he is our deliverer. The one who will watch over us and shield us and deliver us and protect us from the wicked one and from the evil one. Oh, when the baby chicks are with their mother, with the mother hand, they know 
that once they are under the shadow of their mother, once they are hidden under her wings, they are safe and they are protected from the eagle from the hawk and all other flying predators they know that their mother will shelter them and will protect them and will do everything she has to to protect them from that hawk that wicked hawk that wants to snatch them away Jesus is our protector. Jesus is our deliverer. And he's the one we look onto. And he's the one we must look onto for our protection. Yourself, your family, your spouse, your children, your health, your business, your finances, your health. It is only he who can protect us and deliver us from every evil that comes up against us, threatening our lives. Your safety in your house where you live is not in the security gadgets that you have set up. You have electric fencing. Oh, electric fence. Wonderful. You have cameras that take pictures from all angles. Beautiful. You have security doors from Turkey. Amazing. You even have a watchman who has a gun. I can tell you gory stories of people who had the best of security. But their security was breached. There are watchmen who wake up to find out that even their slippers have been taken away. And he is the one that you are entrusting your life. There is a game in your eye. All these things we must do. But our protection is the Lord. And that's why we must look unto him. That's why we must look unto him. Don't feel so sure about yourself. Everybody is strong until you've met your meter. I said everybody. Maybe you are the local champion. You are the bukum banku of your area. In that area, you've been able to beat everybody. <laughs> but there's always somebody who is your nemesis. There's, there's always an ayite power. <laughs> I said, there's always an Aite Powers. Powers. Look at when they fought, who won? Bukum. Bukum and who won? There's somebody who beat him, but it was not easy. What's the name of this guy? What's his name? Baba who? Ah, oh no, there was somebody. Yeah, somebody from the north. Northern, yeah. 
the guy really beat him. And he, he confessed that Charlie Fadi is Jimmy Washington. I said, Everybody is a champion. Until you meet your friends. So never feel secure about yourself and about your strength. But always look to the Lord for protection. To protect you. To protect your marriage. To protect your family. Stop that thing that you are saying. That I'm a good husband. I am a principled husband. Married to a principled wife. Married to principled children. (laughs) Principled husband. Married to principled wife. And you have principled children. Leary. So you have a principled family. Is that not so? One day you will meet something. (laughs) And you realize. That your principled husband, <laughs> principled wife, <laughs> principled children, <laughs> you are a principled family, <laughs> but you meet the principal himself. <laughs> And that's when you realize that it's actually God who keeps you. Keeps your family. Keeps your children. Keeps your marriage. Hallelujah. Amen. So as our children are going to school, we must look unto Jesus to protect them. Don't say my children are good children. Your children are what? Good children. Good children. What are you saying? Good house. <laughs> no. You have to entrust them to the Lord. Especially if they are going to boarding house. That's where a lot of children go and get sports. And then when they go to the university, where that one, the restrictions are lifted, that one, dear, except the Lord. There are parents who look at what their children have become. And they can't believe it. And they ask themselves, what happened to my sweet Tommy? What happened to my sweet Rosalinda? How did Tommy become the way he How did Rosalinda become a slave queen? <laughs> my Rosalinda. Rosalinda my Rosalinda. Because when they were going, you said, I'm a principled father. Principled wife with principal children. So what happened to the principles? The principles meant a principal. When 
Every head bowed and every eye closed. Father, we thank you. Jesus. That Jesus is everything that we need. That Jesus is everything that we want. That every good thing we desire in this life, we find in Jesus. We pray, oh God, that you would help us this year to look unto Jesus. Holy Spirit, help us to do that, to look unto him and not to look anywhere else. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, yes, you want to say, Pastor, can you please pray with me? I want Jesus to come into my heart. I want him to be in control of my life. I have heard the word of God today. And I have understood that I must look unto Jesus. And without him, nothing can work out for me. I need this Jesus in my life. Can you please pray with me? Yes, I can pray with you. You may be watching us right now during the streaming and you know that Jesus is not Lord of your life and you don't, you don't, you don't have a personal relationship with him but today I'll pray with you for Jesus to come into your heart if you want to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior I want you to lift up your hand wherever you are and I'm going to pray for you and right now I want you to pray this prayer with me and say Heavenly Father Today, I come to you just as I am. Oh God, please forgive me for all my sins and wash me with the blood of Jesus. From today, I give my heart to Jesus and I receive him as my Lord and my Savior. For the rest of my life, I will look unto him. I know he will take care of me. I know he will provide for me. I know he will protect me. I know he will make my life beautiful as I look unto him. Thank you, Father for hearing my prayer in Jesus mighty name thank you for listening to the shepherd's voice with pastor Johnny Awanyo we do hope that you were greatly blessed. For further inquiries, please call, WhatsApp, or send an SMS text to plus 233-243-886-622. God bless you.